Hey, hi guys, Slami here again. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Midway Work at Midweek. Today's episode is going to be quite interesting, you know. I'm going to have some very, very thought-provoking um, train of thoughts that I'm going to be giving out today. Very, very, very thought-provoking indeed. So, join me on today's ride. Yeah, but before I go on, I'd like to give a very, very special birthday shout-out to my G, my guy. My G of time past, my G of future to come. I'm very, very certain. Afolabi, Abbas, Ajenoko, I just want you to know that you are really, really appreciated, man. For you, there are a lot of stuff I would love to say, but, you know, toxic masculinity will not allow me to talk. That sees my mouth. But then, just know that you actually, yeah, in my heart of heart, you know, you are my G, my real G. Talking about giving shout out to people, I want to, you know, just give special shout out to my support system. Um, let me start with Bachelor Akoka. That's Bachelor underscore Akoka. Try and follow him on IG. Also, Vanessa Bernard. Vanessa underscore Bernard. Try and follow him on IG too. And then, of course, IG for life. The voice of Dunamis. Follow them on IG. Also, uh, a very integral part of my support system. Damlola Drizzy. Man, thank you for thank you for coming up on this project and giving me your all. I really appreciate it. Lastly, Moshala. Hmm. That's all I'll say. Moshala, thank you very much. And then you guys, of course, of course, of course. You guys, my listeners, my audience. I mean, without you, they know me. And the main reason I'm here. So I want to give a very, very special shout out, appreciation to you guys. Thank you very, very much for tuning in every week. I really appreciate it. So, away from that now, back to uh, this week's topic. The topic is actually Kolo mentality, as you as you saw in the topic, in the heading. And it's, it's named after Fela's classic track, Kolo mentality. Um, the reason why I named it Kolo mentality is because Actually, I love Fela a lot. Like I placed him on a very, I placed him on a very, very mad pedestal. Like it's up there, man. I love, I respect him. And I, for you, I thought I have listened to like ninety-five percent of Fela's tracks, like virtually almost every time. I thought I had then, but then like two weeks ago or so, I was on Fela's website, just listening to random songs. That's felakuti.bandcamp.com. I was just listening to random tracks. Sometimes I'm just like that. I just Plug in my earpiece, enter Fela's website, sign in, and just start listening to random tracks. And I listened to random tracks were playing, and then I was just, you know, closing my eyes with the earpiece, just some kind of time that I'm that kind of mood. And then this particular track came up. I've not heard it before, so I was very surprised, and then I was inquisitive. I was listening to what he was saying, and the title of this track is Kolo mentality and I was wild like I was very 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 wild in fact I didn't even know the word to use because I was just thinking about it like I, I looked at the year he released the track it was released in 19 
77 and i was like wow this is something that even when i'm trying to tell people nowadays in 2019 that was like 42 years back it's still people don't still like tend to grasp the concept that's why at the beginning i was like it's a thought-provoking episode because people don't really seem to get it i'll just play the chorus of the track very quickly just for you for you to have a perspective of of what i'm talking about i mean we've established that i have a very very bad voice i'd have i'd have you know like to sing the chorus but then so just listen to this chorus just the chorus i'll play the chorus now so just listen Okay, so that's the that's the chorus of the track. In case you could not pick the lyrics, I really wish you did. But in case you did not, um, it says if you say you be colonial man, I'm just reading it out. If you say you be colonial man, then you don't be slave before before. Them don't release you now, but you never release yourself. I say if it never release yourself, colonial mentality. If you say you be colonial man, you don't be slave before before. They don't release you now. But you never release yourself. Hmm. Basically, what is pointing out here is, you know, the mental slavery of the African or black man. You know, the inferiority complex of the African or black man. Thinking that everything white is supreme. White supremacy. There's so much inferiority of our society of our culture, of our everything. And I, I, I strongly, strongly, strongly believe and feel that the inferiority complex of the African or black man has contributed a lot, a lot to the underdevelopment under of Africa, how it is now. You know what I mean? If you are inferior, if you are inferior, like, about your own self, I can't really see you winning. It's, 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 it's almost impossible. So, um, Fela actually coined the word colonial mentality and then... He just used it to describe what he called um, African submission to white imperialism. Can you imagine? 1977. He wrote all this and I'm wild. Seriously, nothing can bring him down from the pedestal I put, I put him. So, talk, back to what we're seeing. Talking about the mental slavery of the black or African man how much you submitted to them, how much you submitted to viewing them as the correct thing, the correct society, the correct culture. Stuff like that is called cultural dif- cultural diffusion. I'll not get really I'll not get so deep into that. It's something you can always read up on your own cultural diversion cultural diffusion and stuff like that. But then I uh talking about how I feel Africa has been underdeveloped because of the inferiority complex of the average black or African man. You have African men thinking that anything white is the correct thing. It's them that civilization. They mistake westernization for civilization. I mean, we have people that are using chemicals, like literally putting chemicals on their body to look white. Ignoring all the harmful effects of everything. It's been told to cause cancer, this, that, everything, but then they don't mind just in order to look white. You see guys too, ah, like 
fair girls they want to make all these kind of stuff. And then everything white is just dictating our mindset. I was reading on Twitter one woman, she's a board member of one of one commorate, a large group, and then she was like, she was very pissed, and then she was ranting on Twitter. She was saying she went for a board meeting, and then she went with her natural hair, like the hair that literally grew on her head, like the hair she was born with, that that is her exact type of hair. She went with her normal hair, no attachment or whatever, and then board members were like, she looks unprofessional, and she was very, very disgusted that see how much colonial mentality you have within you like seriously my own natural african air and then they're telling me i look unprofessional and then she was ranting on twitter and that's how just how deep it has entered us we don't see anything african as right it's just so 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 terrible and if we just to look at it from like different points of view the Asian people, we are always talking about, we say, look at China, look at Singapore, look at this, look at that. We are referencing these Asian guys, but what we fail to understand is that these people don't feel inferior in any way or anyhow. Like, they feel they are on the right track. Their culture, their this, their that, their religion, everything about them, they maintain it as much as possible. Nobody can come and tell them that their cultural practices are insane. It might seem probably disgusting or whatever to you but they don't want to know their language intact they are this you really can you even find a chinese kid that cannot speak china um that cannot speak chinese rather it cannot is virtually impossible no matter where they grow up there's this attachment to their homeland there's this professor on twitter that i was even talking about one day is is based abroad he was talking about one day that he called his secondary school friend that i had not talked with for a very very long time he's a nigerian professor but based abroad so when he called that one he called his friend that is back home in nigeria here and then so he was greeting was like ah remy my friend long time now this that so he now told his so his friend was not like ah maybe when they finish greeting and everything that talk to my kids and stuff like that so he was now greeting the kids in yoruba and then they could not respond so he should have greeted them in english then the father now collected the father of those kids now collected the phone back we're not like ah my children cannot speak yoruba and the man was like can you imagine children that actually never left nigeria it's not as if they were brought up in another place even if they were it's not like really an excuse but then because we see that the slave master's language is actually the correct language so we dumped our own everything everything our culture our tradition religion everything is inside the dumpster and then yeah looking at it from another point of view you see people talking about the fact that if not for these slave masters there will not be civilization i want to quickly say that that is actually a very 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 big lie there's this um jaco's line on brackets where jaco was like one thing about the man controlling the pen that writes history is that they always seem to white out their sin and that, that was a word play on white guys so those that control the pen writing history they always seem to white out their sins and if we look at it it is it, it, it's been like propagated to us that africa was patri- maybe a dumpster you see people that will be laughing up and down with animals and goods before the white men came and that was that, that that's probably a very very big lie because they are the world, just as I said, they're controlling the pen and then they get to decide what is written down as history. So um, it's been, in recent studies have revealed that that is actually 
a very 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 big lie let me pick examples of pockets of civilizations that were actually in africa i can go on and on and on and on about benin because i mean even early early expeditionists those guys are early guys that came to explore africa and then loot africa and everything when they got to benin they found a land that was very 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 civilized and one of the early traders slave traders and merchants they, they he said in i think 18 1895 or something it was like he has not seen a place with such organized civilization i mean those guys were as early as 15th century that's 15 something they were carving iron bronze brass even ivory and then it's just so 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 marvelous <clears throat> but like it's just so it's so funny when they say there was no civilization at all in africa we have pockets of civilization like that we had the benin empire that was one of probably one of the greatest in africa at that time they were doing all sorts and in fact still now the art of benin are scattered all over the world in this um met that this museum in nyc new york city there is this this very very famed art i don't know if you guys might have seen it this benin art of one one thing queen idia this ad, I think they show it on AIT back then when we were a lot younger. There's this man with I think tribal mark and it's just like a max. It's one of that met is one of the most visited museums. And as it's one of the most visited museums, that's one of their most prized arts. That's the sculpture of the max of the queen of Idia um, of ancient Benin. So stuff like that. We also have the the black Egyptians. Sort, sort of black Egyptians, sort of that's the early, early Egyptians. Those guys made pyramids. You know what that means? We have the great Pisa, the great pyramid of Giza in Egypt. And even modern engineers and scientists are wild. Uh, they are like very, very marveled at how, like, how that could have been constructed such early times. Because we're even talking about BC here, like before Christ, back then. For them to have constructed and it was it's estimated that it could have taken no less than at least six and a half million tons of stones years and years and years and years of labor and the funniest part is that they didn't just so it's to show that it was not fluke there are actually inscriptions on walls of how they built it like steady steady inscriptions of how it was made how the progress that they made and how they built it and because of that it's seen as like an extraordinary delve into engineering at such an early time of man's history so the fact that the the fact that people are pointing the fact that africa will not have been civilized if the white man had not had, had not come that that's practically a lie i want to believe so that it's actually a lie because based on these pockets of civilization that we've seen a lot of them too like that that the ones that probably nobody even writes about them due to that fact Nobody's even talking about them. There might have been a lot of them like that that nobody knows about today. Also, we um I think the um this movie Black Panther. It, there's an underlying message there where it was trying trying to um, paint a an African pre-colonial utopian setting, kind of like what would have happened if Africa was not colonized and looted and practically destroyed by the white man, and the fact that it can still be what it's supposed to be if 
Africans and can actually free themselves of mental slavery that is holding them down, feeling inferior. I mean, look at look at how, how how ridiculous our society is now. Back then, when the white people came and normally, if you watch olden days movies or movies that are set in traditional settings, you see the women wear um shorts, short something. I don't know that will just cover you know their private part and wear this thing so that will cover the the bust the bust side of their chest. But then the white people came and then they made us see that that was actually wrong, that that was societal, you know, crap and everything. And then just before we knew, people started wearing long, long skirts. That's why you see people wearing long skirts, they'll be calling them Margaret Thatcher skirts or whatever. After, after a while, with, as their society started evolving and then they stopped wearing short skirts automatically to Africans too. They stopped wearing long skirts rather Africans too. No more long skirts. So basically, whatever they are doing, we are just infusing it into ourselves no 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 stamp on ourselves whatsoever that okay this is what we are what we are how we are and how we will be nothing like that if the white guys come up with another set of society tomorrow we follow it next week it's just so 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 bad that there's no inherent like from within inherent stamp of african society and if and to me, it's all boiled down to inferiority complex, looking at the white man as a superior something, a superior being or whatever. If African can like truly, truly, truly have a stamp on their own or of their own, of what they are, how their society is, and then feel not inferior to anybody, not saying feel superior per se, but then you are not inferior to anybody. Build yourselves, hold yourselves up, hold yourselves high. And then develop your own self. I believe with stuff like this, Africa will start gaining the traction that it deserves, gaining the the global place, and the black man will gain the global place where it is actually supposed to be. But then this takes a lot of damnation, and I hope we are able to get it right one day. Don't forget to join the conversation on social media hashtag Midway Work with Lamy on facebook or on twitter join the conversation whatever you have to say have a feeling that i'm not done with this particular topic i might come up with a second perspective next week and look at it or buttress my point further or based on the comments that i see on facebook or twitter midway work with lami i'll be able to determine you know how to talk about it but then if this surface is like this is enough then we'll talk about another different thing entirely next week. Thank you very, very much for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it. And till next time, the next episode. Bye, guys.